Welcome, welcome. Welcome to EOB Salon Talk. EOB Salon Talk is much more than hair talk. It's about conversation that actually happens in the salon, like marriages, relationship, community issues, politics. Let's talk. The Grammys is one of the most anticipated events of the year. And after the musical performances are done and last award is handed out, the celebrities leave, but not empty-handed. And New York will be represented in this year's gift bag, thanks to fashion designer and Bronx native Muggsy McFly. Grammys is undeniable. Like, just the name alone, to be connected to that in any shape or fashion is amazing. Welcome once again to EOB Salon Talk Season 2. Today's guest is none other than Mr. Muggsy McFly. Mr. Muggsy, <laughs> how are you today? I'm delightful. How are you? It's such a pleasure to have you as my first guest for Season 2. You know why? Why? You are actually maybe one of my favorite guests on Season 2. Maybe. Wait, maybe. Yeah, gotta be political with it. You were actually one of my favorite guests on okay. season one. I think I was the guest. You were the guest. The, the guest. Yes, you were the guest. Right. Yes. Thank you. you. Let's guest. just fix that up real quick. All right. But thank you so much, so much for coming. But oh, yes. first of all, I want to thank you for being a guest once again on season two. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure you'll be the favorite guest this time. Of course. <laughs> Why wouldn't I? I first want to take time out and ask you a very serious and important question. Mm -mm. I want to ask you, how was it for you and your family during COVID-19? I know we were all locked down. How was it? I hope all the families are well. You are good. How was uh, it for you? Well, family-wise, I mean, everybody was pretty well, I believe. No one got sick. Thank God. Thank God. Everybody still good. has their jobs or whatever. Um, for me, personally, it was... A roller coaster. Okay, so that leads me into my next question for you. Yeah. As a business owner, how did COVID nineteen affect you in your business? Um, well, businesses. Well, in your sorry, correction, just, there. Just, businesses. Yes. I gotta like let you know. Yeah. So, all right. Um, with the store, the physical store, since people weren't coming outside or actually being able to shop, and everybody was afraid. It was really, really difficult on that end. And, like, even the recovery now is still going on. Okay. Um, I have a machine in my store that prints shirts that I must maintenance at least every other day. And I had to fight for clearance just to go in the mall to take okay. care of that machine. So that was one mm. thing. Um, the brand, maybe the first two months was a little shaky. But then since I was one of the only people you could get clothes from, it Thank was God. stupendous. And it probably was my best financial season ever hey. for my brand. Graphic design-wise, thank shout out to the government for the unemployment because everybody <laughs> realized they don't have a job, they got some extra money, and they need to have a business. And I might have been making 20 logos, 25 logos a week. Okay, so, so that's great. So graphic design was great at the time because I was just designing every day. And these are all things I could do inside the house. Okay, so that's good. So two out of three businesses were very good so which leads me into my next question so you had two businesses one was good two out of three business one was good one was shaky right um somewhat yeah. but what did you actually learn from COVID-19 well I wouldn't say I learned too much because I already would you know stress people that you know you should have your own business you should decide mm -hmm. your destiny any day of the week you get fired 
Like you don't want your whole well being being held over your head by somebody mm-hmm. else. Which just reaffirmed what I thought already. Um, what I did learn is that I could survive anything. Because ah. if I could sit there and figure it out and still be able, I didn't, unlike most people, I didn't skip none of my bills. Not Got one. It. So if I could do it, you could. you could do it. Well, kudos to you for that. And I must congratulate you too. Because yeah. as a young black man mm-hmm. in this community, mm-hmm. in our community, doing what you're doing, you're also, I must say, during COVID, we're still going through COVID, I'm aware. But mm-hmm. during COVID, I saw where you were actually putting stuff in the bags in the Grammy Award. So oh. wait, 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 wait. <laughs> so we went through COVID, a lockdown, to you putting well, gifts in a bag for... Wait, do you understand how big that is? It's all right. Uh, it's all right. It's okay. Wait, wait, it's all right. Yeah. It's just a little something. A little so tell me how that happened. How did you get there? Um the actual people that controlled the gifting of the Grammys contacted mm-hmm. me. And they kind of wanted to have the story of, like, you know, the smaller people having the, something to do with the Grammys. And I was the only, I might be the only New York company, period, that was a part of it. And it was just cool. And, like, and said, he yeah. was in the Grammy. And wait a minute. So you were in the Grammy. You outfitted all these celebrities that was at the Grammy well, or, or at home. I, I gifted, because they, yeah, virtual. So I gifted. I did outfit somebody, I forgot who it was, for the like virtual red carpet. I actually never got footage of it, but mm-hmm. it happened and I it, saw it actually. A lot of a lot of um yeah. a very good list of people have stuff. So where's my outfit? Oh, I mean, um, I'm just gonna, saying wait, wait, we're gonna get you your Grammy then your outfit. Though. I'm just saying. We're gonna get you your Grammy for this and then your Okay, outfit. there oh. slow down, see? That's how it uh, is. Oh, down, I, like it. I like it. I like that. I like that. But um for me, that was one. I, I'm always proud of you because mm-hmm. I have known you for years, too long. Years. Too long. I knew she was going to say too long. I know you for a while, and I must say, I'm, I don't know if I've told you, probably did in the last interview, but I'm very, very proud of you. What I'm proud most of, though, is your drive and your determination. And sometimes I'll throw some question at you. But I realize that you're so determined with what you do. I'm going to get it done. Don't worry. I'm going to get it done. Because one of my beliefs is that you have to... <laughs> someone remind me of that this week, actually. You, act to, you have to envision yourself where you want to be. Mm-hmm. And you always... You told me once, I don't know if you remember. Oh, gosh. We were at Gramerton Avenue in Mount Vernon. Mm-hmm. And you told me, you said... I'm gonna be in the Grammy. I'm gonna be doing the bags in the Grammy. So I wanted to do this <laughs> interview to remind you of what you told me uh, years ago. I think it was my first fashion show or hair show Possibly. I was doing. You do a and lot. And yeah, and you <laughs> came and we were talking and you were talking and I say, so this, this, who's helping you with this? They say, oh, I don't take help. I push and I do what I gotta do. But I want to tell you that one day I'm gonna be. At the Grammy. I said, you're going to go to the Grammy? She said, no, I'm going to dress somebody for the Grammys and I'm going to have the bags. And you did that. So sometimes I like to give you your flowers when, you know, you're here with me. So cheers to that. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Try to get me in trouble with this one. <laughs> we always do a cheers. This is me, a, me and a oh. mugs thing. Oh, gosh. But I want to say thank you for that. So let me ask you. I know what inspired you because we at, we've 
been there in season one before. Mm -hmm. um, but one question I want to ask you is, what motivates you? Even during COVID, a lot of people were sick. They were going through stuff. They didn't want to be bothered. What is your mode? What drives you? When you get up in the morning, what, what is that driving force that drives Moxie? Why do you do what you do? What is your why? What is my why? Mm. That's... I have a lot. I mean, it's just purpose. I mean, having meaning. Everything is not about a dollar amount. You know, I don't... I never had, like, that big role model that I can look at. I'm like, yeah, he does what I want to do. And I can actually call him or see him and run to him on the street. So I just want to be that... For that little black boy that's watching the channel ABC or reading Essence or whatever, my name pop up. And so wait, time out. So he dropped. You see how he just dropped reading Essence? Yes, he was in the Essence. It was a little, yeah, little, little a name drop because you know little, little, EOB little, Essence. Yeah. You know, just a yeah, little. not Essence of Beauty, not EOB Salon talk, but he was in the Essence magazine. And that one, that one was for mommy. <laughs> that was for mommy. She know that. That was for your mommy. I mean, I felt like it was for mommy. That's she. I used to have her little, the, the actual copies of those. So, so that's a part of your why. Well, I mean, it also. Well, I mean, it comes on many different forms. Like, not everything has come from good energy. I won't lie, because we're not perfect. Got it, of course. We're flawed. So I get stuff from bad energy. Like, I'm gonna prove that person wrong. I'm gonna prove this person wrong. The person that told me I couldn't get the job or I couldn't do this. All right, sit back and watch. The person that fronted on me, everybody's going to get it. So it's not always just good. You take any energy you get and you put it back out how you want to put it back out. What I like about you is I could always, I could always actually use you as an example. And it's always a positive example. A lot of times we see news on young black men and it's never a positive. I have so much positivity coming from you in a lot of times a young lady did my makeup today right mm. cute right Wait, I'm gorgeous gorgeous and i said oh i mentioned your name as a guest right mm -hmm. and she said oh moxie moxie that's familiar so that to me warms my heart <laughs> because you know as an artist because she's an artist and you're an artist and she knew one of the greatest thing i think i'm an artist myself so one of the greatest thing is for you an artist to know about another artist of course right and you want to be known that an artist know you and that's the best in their business and you know i like you know she's the best in her business right <laughs> and she knew about you and what you do so i was actually touched by that for a young lady to know about my mugsy that i'm about to interview right <laughs> but most importantly if I have a question that you might have been asked before, but I want to ask you again oh today. Oh, gosh. Let's get if it. you have to say something to your younger self, right? I, I ask all my guests this question on season two, Muggsy. Step, we're stepping our game up here. Mm. So if you have to tell your younger self something, right? What would that be? And it's a two-part question. What would that, how would that motivate the younger person coming up or well, the younger you coming up? Well, you, uh, it goes two ways. One, I might not want to tell him nothing because it worked out for me. So that's one. <laughs> but in a, you know, not so freaky Friday type of way, I might um, just say, you know, exactly what you're feeling is right. Because, you know, I have my doubts about, you know, working for somebody else, wearing a suit and tie, going to school and all type of stuff and it's like 
that don't really warm my heart. I don't really find purpose in that. I don't think I could sit here 20 years doing this. And I would just tell him, like, yo, exactly how you feel is exactly what it is. And that just probably motivate me to start earlier. And all my desires that I had, I might have pursued them a little bit earlier. So what I heard from you there was you'll tell a younger person pretty much not only what you feel is right, but follow your dreams, in other words. Well, you followed your dreams and look where you are. Well, I, I will say that you, you only live once and people kind of take that for granted. It's like, I don't really want to live the what if. I'd rather go and try it. And, you know, if you love something, you don't work a day in your life. You know, right. do what you love. I could, I'll be up late night designing, making whatever all the time of night, as people will see. But I wouldn't be at school. I wouldn't go to night school. I wouldn't want to be in detention. A lot of these things that consume your time that you don't like is not for you. I don't want to stay late at work. I don't want to wear the, the pointy shoes and the slacks and the dickies. and right. I want to wear what I want to wear. And I could do a fashion show every day for the rest of the month. And I love it. So for my young viewers listening, there's a place for everyone. You know, follow your dreams, stay on the right path, and, and you could be a monk, uh, uh, no, no, fly. No, be, be better. Be better. Be better. I like that. I like that. But, I mean, I, and I don't even mean that like to be like cliche or be funny. It's like, if I got to step three, I don't really want you to start at the ground level. I want you to start at step three. So use us, whoever we are, as the blueprint and step further. If I have the information, I share my information. Come, don't make the same mistakes. The wisest men learn from somebody else's mistakes, not his own. Like that's one level, but to learn from somebody else's mistakes so you ain't even gotta waste your time doing them, you win. That is one of my favorite thing also. I always believe that um, a person should be the best version of who they inspire to be. I always believe. So if you think Oprah is your inspiration, you should aim to be bigger and I don't know if that's possible. Of but course you should it's also aim to be bigger. Of course it's possible. Than Oprah. That's how I think every day. So I like that you said that because for me that's important. So in you know, we're wrapping up, but I wanna ask you this. What's your favorite quote? My favorite quote is um Let's see if it's this one. Uh, if it's this one, let me see. Let me let me see. My favorite Ooh. quote My favorite quote is more dreams, less sleep. Oh my god. She didn't plan that. She didn't even know that was in there by no, the way. No, I didn't. Um, this was not planned. And I will I will kind of break that down. It yes, has please. two parts to it. So the thing about um more dreams, less sleep is um one, I used to have insomnia, but I still do. So I actually be up dreaming and thinking about things more than I sleep. And um I actually think you should be restless on your desires and your ambitions. So right. That's what more dreams less sleep is like. If you want it, you got to work for it. You're not going to sit in your bed and just going to come to you. So, Muggs, yeah. what is a typical day in the life of Muggsy like? Well, that's kind of like an oxymoron. I don't have a typical day at all. But the most common day, um, I wake up extra early, um, almost every time, even if I don't exactly get up at that time. First thing I do is go through my phone because my phone will blow up. People contact me from email, Instagram, the business number, or whatever. If I need to do graphics, they say because um, you wake up, you're probably most sharp in the morning. So the analytical, graphical stuff you should do first. So I do my graphics first. Um, if Before I leave the house, sometimes I eat, sometimes I don't. I go to storage, and um, I ship out orders. 
And okay. from there, that's where it just goes left. It's either I have an interview or I have to somewhere I need to be or an event or I'm going to the store to do an order or look over an order. Then I really, then after that, I just really wild card. And then the end of the night is just start over again. I might start doing graphics in the middle of the night again. That's good. So that's why when I send you graphics at 2 in the morning, you reply like 3 a.m. or I send you 2 a.m. I'm looking at a text from Muggs. No, you're, oh, you're wrong. Wait, wait, you send it to me at 2 and <laughs> I and you get it back at 2.05. Oh, that's what it is? Yeah, five minutes. You, you all need to learn to sleep. No. Yeah, but that's good to know that, you know, you are a creative mind and creative mind keeps busy. Well, I, I will say like, I would never have a typical day because I don't feel like you should restrict yourself to any box or any rubric mm -hmm. because once you get in the habit and you break and like something messes up the habit, you in disarray. I try to move like water and it's like, yeah, I'll be able to adjust to whatever's going on. So just depend. Every day might be different. But what I try to do is, you know, analytical computer stuff early, more move around during the day. All right. That sounds good. I have a quick question for you. Is it really a quick question? Yes, this is a real quick one. Mm -hmm. So what does the future look like? What does the future hold for Muggsy? If you if you look at yourself in the next five years, where do you see? You see, I remember a conversation before you told me about the Grammy. So I like to, you know, hear you speak it into existence. So mm. in the next five years or so, where do you see your brand, you, you know, your brands? <laughs> Going. Well, um, hmm, I, I never, I'm not gonna lie, I never, never go so far as in five years because then you All get right. caught up. I'm usually more so the next couple months type okay. of guy. Um, um, when I first came on here, I was just about to drop my first sneaker. Since then, I dropped two sneakers, these slides, and I'm aiming to drop another pair of sneakers in October. Mm -hmm. Um, October, I also want to open my McFly studio. It's the first location that's based solely on the brand. You could come and get creative, get creative direction. I could actually make your stuff right there on spot. And then you could shop my brand alone. Take meetings there, interviews there, everything. It would be like my creative house. Um, I actually, in before the year's done, well, this year, the mall will be closing. Um, that was the like I said, the one business that took COVID a little harder yeah. than the rest. Um, Macy's says a lot of heavy hitters are out of the mall, and it's not even that, it's more so a lot of black brands, independent brands, didn't survive. So that store has been saturated by just my brand, and I didn't make that platform for that. But in the meantime, I am doing my um, I have a girls' tour pop up that I do every month inside okay. that store, so I'll be still bigging up everyone, and I'm gonna have. Bigger plans for when I get down here that I won't talk about right now. <laughs> but I'll get the inside scoop. Of course. Okay, and like the sure. last thing I will say, um, I'm getting a lot more recognition from overseas people. Um, trying to get my first pop-up in Japan. I actually got contacted on that. Um, and I also got a halfway invitation to a fashion show in London. So I okay. want to reach overseas. Um, that's really it. International, huh? I mean, why not? So, um, do you see yourself um, maybe designing for the Olympics? It's four years. Well, from I'm now, you know? not. I'm not like I, I, I. I'm not gonna lie. Like I'm a boy from the Bronx. I don't. I really don't care that much about the Olympics. It'd be dope. I would. It's political. I would if you know right, offered. But it's, it's not my goal. I really, I really. Yeah. Ever since I decided to like really 
care about my community. That's all that really matters. Like if my if the little black boys stay on the corner don't watch the Olympics, I don't care about the Olympics. And I'll say this. You have done a lot for the community and yeah. with the community and inside the community. I like I like what you did when you when you opened that store. Mm-hmm. You brought a lot of brands together. Yeah. And you actually open a store to showcase their brand. Yeah, I mean, people don't really and do And I like really appreciated that you did that. I came through and, you know, it, it was dope. Thank it you. was really a great, great cause, great idea. And not only that, I saw a couple of interviews <clears throat> you did on the network in the Bronx. I'll be seeing. I see. I oh, see. gosh. So I am grateful for that, that you're doing that. Because that's a form of give back. I mean, you know... Sometimes we look at it and we're not looking, we're look at it, looking at a person not giving dollar amount or goods, but you're giving back in a way that our youth needs it. They need that. Well, I mean, uh, I don't really like, like the band-aid treatment where, you know, you throw money here and there. Mm-hmm. Like you keep hearing, oh, they put money for Black Lives Matter. I don't know where that money's at. They got money for right. sporting businesses. I got three. I ain't getting nothing. I don't know I what you're talking about. So I don't really like the band-aid stuff. It's like. I, you could come to me today and I could make you a business today and you okay, can start making it. money tomorrow. And my business cards are beautiful. Real. Thanks. That, that, <laughs> but that's what I, I feel like the actual hands on, I get my hands dirty type of stuff. Anybody can say, oh, here, go figure it out. No, like if they don't teach us about money the way they teach the other people about money. So come sit down with me. Let me give you something that's priceless. Thank you. Uh, and I will be one of the first to tell you thank you. Our youth appreciate that, and I appreciate you, and I appreciate what you're doing, and I can't wait to see what lies ahead. I know there's some stuff coming that you're not trying to tell me. I ain't telling you. don't want to give me the inside scoop This wine ain't hand enough for me to tell you that. Oh, next time I'll fix the wine situation. So make it honey. You'll just tell me everything. Make it honey. I got you. They're going to pay me first, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, but um, we're going to make sure that Whatever you're doing, I'm there with you. I'm you got our support there and of always. Course, All right, thank you for being who you are, for staying who you are, for staying true to the game. Thank Amen. you, sir. It was a pleasure. So, it's